Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Use the promo code SGP50 to receive a 50% deposit bonus today. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking that money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money. Kramer. What's happening? Kramer. Nah, everything, man. Everything. Super bowl, super bowl. Just, uh, just sent out, just sent out the yearly uh, super bowl, super bowl ritual. That is the super bowl, uh, the super bowl squares pool that I run every year, Sean. Yes. And this year I told myself, I was like, send the email and wait 24 hours to look at the responses because people, there were 12 responses within a minute of me sending <laughs> the email and people always want specific squares. And so I'm just going to wait. I'm going to go, go through the replies in order. And that's that. That's that. I, and, I'm not uh, stressing myself out with all this. Fucking we also email. got a uh, downloadable Super Bowl squares over at sports oh. You're welcome world. You're welcome. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. All right, Kramer, we're doing it, and uh, this is our uh, our episode Vegas Social. We're calling it. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, something like that, or maybe we'll call it the Vegas Guide. And why not bring on Vegas Insider Christian Pina? Pina, what's up, man? I feel like Kramer's our our broken third wheel of this of this talking about the Super Bowl and all things that are in the NFL and what happened. I mean, how, how does it feel to not be allowed in this menage a trois right now, Kramer? <laughs> how dare you, <laughs> Cox? Listen, uh, it, you know uh, we recorded a uh, recap podcast about twenty what twenty four hours ago, yes. maybe a little bit more. Beautiful, and I. I in the moment, I, I I was you know I I was having a little bit of an internal debate. Now, in the time since then, I've I've read some stuff on the internet. Uh, Barstool had a nice article that Boston <laughs> Capper made me aware of. You have to read well, an article on who you should root for. And as I'm reading it, I'm like, yeah, this is exactly how I feel. It's just your instinct is to hate the Patriots, but in this scenario, of course, I'm going to root against the Eagles. Of course. <laughs> Of course, I don't want Sean to have the, the opportunity to win a Super Bowl championship and and hold that over my head irrationally for the next maybe twelve months or so. Uh, I, no, twelve yeah. months—that's and going to be a long time. Greg. I thought this was going to do it with Nick Foles too. Long well, yeah, Cox. Last thing I want <laughs> is that fucking uh, donkey ass basketball player, oh, basketball how dare soul. You. How dare to you tarnish the great Eli Manning's uh, that will ha- really Hall be of great. Fame career. Not only will we uh, shit on the Brady Belichick legacy, but also take a shot at Eli's legacy when one it with one big dick blow from big dick, Nick, it's really, oh man. So anyway, uh, yeah. And I thought the line should be seven. So Kramer, I just threw up a poll at gambling podcast. Who should Kramer centric root for 
in Super Bowl 52. So feel free to get over to Twitter and weigh in. Boston fans are annoying and obnoxious. We can all agree on this. <laughs> we can all agree. But we know what they are like when they're winning. And we know what they're What's like that when saying, they're saying, man, it's always better to go with the devil that you do know than the, yeah. the devil you don't. Thank you, Pina. <laughs> you're, so you're scared of us. Because <laughs> you're scared. God, God help this country. You coward. <laughs> if Philadelphia wins a championship, a bunch of the world's out to get me motherfuckers are just going <laughs> to. And they're, it's never going to end. No. The world does not need, the world is not ready. Just like the world wasn't ready for a woman president, Sean. Oh. The world <laughs> I'm is, going all in on Trump. is not ready for the city, city of Philadelphia to win a Super Bowl. Period. Anyway. Well, Mariah, they better get ready because we're, <laughs> we're only a few what, week and a half away till Super Bowl 52. Plenty of time to actually break down the game. We'll be doing it all next week, but. Why not? We have a uh, we have a guy who lives in Vegas, knows Vegas well. I, I feel like, besides who to bet on, the other question we get most frequently, Kramer, is maybe more frequently is uh, you know people won't say what to do in Vegas because they know what you're supposed to do. It's get fucked up <laughs> and uh, eat a ton of food and maybe go to a strip club and gamble a bunch of money and just live like a maniac. Now, uh, why not bring on? Well, he's already been brought on, but Christian Pina. <laughs> to help people because we, we get these questions all the time. So let's, let's pretend we're all flying out to uh, Las Vegas to hang out for the super bowl. Let's get, uh, well, why well don't first we... question, if we're offline, who's muling out the drugs? <laughs> well, that's a great thing. <laughs> Depending on what drug of choice. I mean, this well. is a, uh, this is new to the Vegas social podcast. Every, I feel this like guy, these guys want me to come on here and start knocking on all my outlets out here. Yeah. Guys, this is, <laughs> I, can't, I can't be giving those out. I will say there's a very prominent steakhouse uh, within Las Vegas. That is a bit of a mafia style that the, the host there will, uh, he, he can get you what you need, but uh, you can DM me if you really want that one. <laughs> all it, right. So it, it doesn't happen to be down towards the South point. Does it? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. Well, nope. so there we go. We got that one out of the way, but let's say it's just, <laughs> Let's say it's just marijuana. Now I was out there uh, recently, and uh, I mean, you could just walk in recreational. You don't have to be, go th- deal with any sort of fake doctor, and you can get any sort of weed you want—edibles, vape, uh, hash oil, like everything. So, so can I just tell my host that I'll I'll want uh, reservations at Nobu on Friday and an ounce of your finest. I don't see why not. I mean, what's the difference between ordering that and uh, some champagne at this point? Oh, so yeah. Well, the thing with that is, is you have to give your ID to it um, to go in and get. Mm. I mean, it's literally. I don't know how or what the uh, the laws are in California where you guys are, but in Vegas, it's it's literally like a liquor store. The only difference is you have to give your ID. Um, I really don't know why, to be honest with you, because they don't do anything with it. They check your ID, they give it back to you, and and then you can get whatever you want. Uh, the vape things, uh, the new hotness, right? These the Looks like earwax, dabbing, vape pens. I will say, if you're gonna if you're gonna be out gambling and that's that's your drug of choice, is um, go with the vape because you can do it at the casino tables. Um, it's it doesn't smell, it's odorless, whatever. Um, and you because technically in Las Vegas you can't smoke marijuana in tables or in uh, casinos anywhere except the private residence. And of course, you could probably do it in a hotel that are, they're, that's a smoking hotel or anything like that. But um, edibles is all the same. Obviously, uh, you can get that at any marijuana 
registry every outlet um it's just if you want to do it while you're out at a casino like physically playing cards gambling in a sports book i would go with the vape <laughs> pens but all that stuff's all readily available to you at any dispensary out here i used to uh walk around with you know remember sean remember the how uh, one hitters would have like that wooden case yes could load up on that had my the uncle reservoir. my my uncle has one of those like after <laughs> Thanksgiving, he he's like Hey, you want to hit the bat? <laughs> he calls it the bat. So uh, I used to walk around Vegas with one of those and just fucking go into the bathroom, find yeah. a stall, and just mm, like a fucking homeless right. person. <laughs> I am like now a homeless you can, person. Now you can go to the in West Hollywood. Now they opened up um, one of the dispensers is called Med Men. They had a, they had a uh, they had a segment on Jimmy Kimmel Live. It's like walking into a fucking Apple Store for yeah. weed. Yeah, like they great. have all the displays and they have the people in the shirts like explaining the different products. The one no, I that's how to, it is out here too. It's very hipster, yeah, man. Very, very hip, very uh cool. So if you're if you're in a state where weeds okay, still so we're frowned upon, <laughs> I mean that's something to get you going. So we're flying. So yeah, we're flying. Or uh, you know, or talking to Pina's buddy at the steakhouse, whatever. <laughs> we we got our supplies, we're ready to go, hanging back. Oh, and the, that's the other question. All right. So you know the demographic of the sports gambling podcast, Pina. What kind of uh, mostly attractive females? <laughs> There's like four women who listen, and uh, God bless them. I love and when we talk about this because we're gonna get more random. No, yeah, when we did our, we thought there were, we had a theory that there are no women listeners, and then we did the giveaway. We got a, we got a few confirmed female yeah. listeners, and okay. a couple that checked in on Twitter and, and appeared attractive, right? So. Uh, shout out to the uh, female listeners of the uh, podcast, but most of us are just uh, degenerate dudes looking to, you know, looking for a good time, looking to get fucked up and gamble. What? Uh, let's talk hotels. What would you recommend as far as places to stay in Vegas? Nothing, maybe nothing too fancy, but obviously you want to stay at a decent spot. This really, I always say, it depends on what you want, right? So, like, the new place to be in Cosmopolitan that kind of replaced the Hard Rock, like, Hard Rock was always, like, that 21 to 26 uh, type demographic. It's kind of gotten away from that. The place that took that over is Cosmopolitan. Hmm. Cosmopolitan is, like, the hip place to be for all millennials, like, you go in there, it looks like a fucking fashion show every night, man. It's there's just out there's tail running around everywhere. It's it's glitter, glam, it's it's everything, right? Everything is wildly expensive. Uh little hidden secret regarding Cosmopolitan. There's um so they have this big bar that's called Chandelier Bar. There's three there's three floors, but most people only know it goes from when you go into the basically there's the first floor of the Chandelier Bar, which is the ground level of uh, cosmopolitan where like the party pit is where bond pit is. But if you go up into the elevator, it will only give you uh, level one, which you're on, or you can only go up to level three. Um, but there's also a two and a half level. If you go to a side elevator, which is kind of like a little speakeasy type vibe. So if you go or basically around the side of bond pit, there is a level a secret elevator that brings you to what looks like you know, when you press the elevator button, it says 2.5, which is the secret floor of chandelier bar. So if it's really crowded in there, um, you can go in there. It's kind of a little Vegas tip and trick there. Cosmopolitan, like I said, it's it's your millennial spot. Oh yeah, I After, mean, I, real real quick, chime in on on yeah. Cosmo. Me and Sean once uh, we we attended a. <laughs> I don't even know if we attended something. We just showed up at a, a friend of ours uh, hotel room in the Cosmo. It was, yes. it, was it was like a, a four thousand square the, uh, fucking apartment. She owns a uh, yeah the a, wraparound suite. Yeah, yeah. she yeah, owns a. Awesome. Um, what would you call it? Like a beauty business? She does a permanent eyebrow permanent business. makeup business. So it's a lot of I don't know chicks that would be involved in yeah you know doing Hot eyebrows. Chicks, yeah, 
<laughs> and uh, that that chandelier bar is cool. And uh, yeah, even especially if you're on some of those edibles and you walk oh. and you're you're on the top of that <laughs> thing, uh, looking down, it's pretty cool. And, well, and, and I was gonna just chime in. There there is a, a tons of tail uh, either way. No no matter what you're into, tons of tail at the Cosmo. Lots of gay Vegas, dudes. No judgment. Lots of hot <laughs> chicks. Yeah, people go to Vegas to do stuff and pretend like no one's ever gonna judge them for it. So. Now, now, Pina, that's it. Did you know that Bruce Jenner used to walk around Las Vegas uh, before he, before anyone knew that he wanted to be a woman in complete jag for years? He said because Vegas was the only place that accepted him. Makes sense. Anyway. Apologize, so Peanut. Back, back to your back to what you're saying. They're too busy like betting on the the Bills to win the Super Bowl or <laughs> some, some other. <laughs> uh, who cares? Hey, was that Bruce Jenner and drag? Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck you, man. The fridge is gonna get a touchdown. Um, so that's that's a good spot for young guys in their twenties. If you looking like, to get laid, yeah. Let's say let's well, say you're on. in our in our demographic, Kramer and I, well, mid thirties and up old guys who don't want any sort of like hassle dance party stuff. Where's a good chill spot. Uh, so the win is really their sports book in there. It rivals the Westgate. It really does. Since they redid it, it used to have been one of the worst books in Las Vegas for the type of property that win and encore is. Um, but they have completely revamped it. If you guys or anyone that's listening hasn't checked out the new wins, uh, sp- I keep calling it super book. Uh, the new sports book inside the one. It is absolutely gorgeous. There's a huge wraparound bar in there and it really does. It rivals the Westgate in terms of kind of aesthetics and TVs and everything in that. And the demographic inside win, I mean, there's, there's obviously a lot of money in there, but it's not, it still has that old kind of, I don't say old, that's, that's kind of wrong to say, but that 28 to 32, you know, that, that one step up from millennial is where I would send people to go to win. Same thing with hard rock places like planet Hollywood. Cosmopolitan, all those places used to have the demographic of Cosmo, and that's kind of it's kind of gone up a uh, an age class, if you will. It's like so I would Facebook. say, yeah, right. <laughs> when, um, let's see, uh, when Aria Caesars is always a good time. I'm sure Kramer's a, uh, a resident of Caesars most of the time, so you can well, talk about that one real uh, quick. See, oh, if you want to, if you want to enjoy a fucking table massage, <laughs> you got if you sit in the, uh, I think they call it like the. The, I, the the circle pit or something like that. It's where the higher limit games are. God yep. damn, they got some women with some magical hands over there. <laughs> Dude, I've also hit a four thousand dollar hand of pie gal poker. So that definitely gives you a uh, <laughs> and a fire. Remember, remember positively about Caesars. Well, and uh, I, I had a there was a period in my life where I was going uh, pretty frequently, and it got to the point where I was like having small talk with the crap stealers because I was there so much. And we, you know, I was asking about his son. That's <laughs> always a great place to go. Let me tell you, it's a great place to be is just on regular name basis with the dealers. It doesn't make you feel bad about your life at all. Don't worry. No, it, felt like it made me feel great about my life. Yeah, no, seriously. Now listen, I know what you're thinking. Sean green. He's not a spa guy. I will make the exception that uh, the this, the, they have this thing at uh, Caesars oh, called spa. the, I was like, what are you talking about? The quad, I, I don't know, whatever it's called, the, whatever their quad baths and spa are, but it's, it's like a, a Russian bathhouse. Yeah. It's, but it, it's, I mean, it's one of the cooler and I've done some like kind of, you know, steam room stuff here or there, but oh, they have so many rooms. Yeah. They have like 12 different rooms and it's all different sort of like hot sauna, steam sauna. They have one that's like, they have a cold room which it's, it's great. You go into like the one where it's like the steam, you can get a razor and do a shave. And then you go into the cold one and like, oh man, you just feel fucking alive. Detox. It's awesome. Huge detox, huge detox. The or Venetian again, and Palazzo like, also have a super, I mean, if we're again, we're also into- something <laughs> that's not bad to do. If you're, if you want to eat like a uh, chocolate espresso weed brownie <laughs> and then just, 
and then we're just doing fucking, pairings here. Yeah, and then just blow your mind in a uh, sauna and go on like God. a little go on like a little mini vision quest next to some Russian guy talking about Pi Gao. That's the place to do. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna take a nice strong indica, the spa is a nice place to enjoy it. What is this turned into a weed podcast real quick? You got Joe Rogan out here coming yeah. on next. Well, you, you know, the higher there's, primate. there's a time and place for everything. You don't want to take I that think. strong indica and then say, go into a room with 5,000 rabid degenerate fans over at the Westgate <laughs> ballroom as four games are coming down to the end and the spread matters in all four. That yeah. would not be a good situation. You need to, you need to go uh, Vegas. You need to balance the super intense with some uh, super relaxation. You know, something that I feel like as I'm getting older, you know, (laughs) when we did, when we were doing Vegas earlier on, I feel like I didn't take the time to go out to nice restaurants, but now getting older, you have a couple of bucks to go somewhere nice. I feel find myself wanting to like, take the time to, yeah. Instead of just getting uh burger King at whatever O'Shea's casino and playing beer pong, like eating a, a chicken tender sandwich or whatever actually sitting down and getting a nice steak dinner. Uh, I've always liked going to cut, but what am I, uh, what are some favorites of yours there, Pina? So off the strip, my favorite, my absolute favorite steakhouse in Las Vegas is the golden steer. Mm. It's right near the Westgate. Actually. I used to have to look at it every time I would go and put the uh, super contest picks in every time I would come back from them. Um, but I make sure I go there. Uh, I have people that come in for March Madness, Super Bowl, stuff like that. That's that's the one place that I always take people is Golden Steer. It is it's been the same group of people that have worked there for probably fifty years. They're all it's completely mob style, right? It's in this little shopping plaza. If you just Google Golden Steer Las Vegas, you guys you'll see it. Yeah, I'm looking um, at the photos. It looks pretty awesome. Yeah, so the outside it looks like a complete hole in the wall, but inside is just straight up mafia. Like they say, the Rat Pack, Frank Sinatra used to all die in there, as they say in every steakhouse, I'm sure. But this one, I really do believe it because it's been the same people there uh, um, for so long. Uh, but that that one is absolutely amazing. If you're looking to go downtown, like you're going to do Fremont Experience, the one inside the D, um, which is not, not that D, the D Casino has a great <laughs> uh, steakhouse called Anthony's. Um, Whoa, if you guys, if anyone, Cox. sorry, I had to get that in there. No, you're fine. If uh, if anyone follows like the D on Instagram, you'll see uh, like celebrities are always in there. Like it's like a a huge publicity spot. You can bump in all kinds of people inside the D Las Vegas. They also have an awesome party pit in there. If you got, if the younger demos looking to play cards and get fucked up, it's very cheap. Fremont as a whole and downtown Las Vegas is so much cheaper than the strip. Um, it's a lot less touristy. It still has that tourist element, but I favor downtown a lot more than the strip. Especially kind of as a local and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're if you've never been to Vegas and you're going for three nights, you got to spend one of your nights on Fremont. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has to have that. When I when my first trip out there, uh, we we took a cab down to Fremont Street and we were staying at the Excalibur, uh, yep. which is a shitty little hotel. It's still there, down by the Mandalay Bay. But we were we were staying and we walked. We we got fucked up in Fremont street. So, so bad, like so much, so fucked up that we walked all the way back. It's like fucking, Oh my God. it's like highways. Involved. Well, we, we stopped, we stopped. We, well, walking from Fremont to the start of the, the North strip is a sketchy neighborhood. But once you get through yeah. that, we just went casino. And this was back in the day when like it, it wasn't just circus circus for the old casinos. You can get a dollar shot and beer at every one of those. But yeah, Fremont street is definitely a must check out anyway. Pina. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, one other one, Cafe Moderano. This is if you guys look for me more of an Italian food is inside Paris. Now Paris is notoriously uh, a little tip and trick here is home of the pros in Las Vegas. You can find quite a quite a nice little 
little working girl in there. Not a lot of people Ooh. know that. Paris, for whatever reason, Paris is the hub of working girls in the city. It really is. Um, so any of the bars in there, if that's something that you're looking for, um, pros are pretty easy to spot. Go sit at the bar for five minutes alone and someone <laughs> will approach you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I I don't have as much of the inside Iggy on uh, where the working girls are at. I do know, Sean, that yes. we've had a couple accidental encounters with uh, <laughs> ladies of the night in Las Vegas. Uh, one one of our friends who <clears throat> resembles you in a lot of physical characteristics and may, might be you, but for the sake of this story, I'll make it a friend of ours, uh, got very physically angry <laughs> when when was... <laughs> I believe was it you I believe it was you when mm. uh, when we informed you that uh that the girl wasn't interested in you just because of your <laughs> dazzling good looks you might it's have so had a couple, true. it might well, have had a couple it happens, I think I was, people get upset well, I think I was like black studs and then they get fucking it was, they get told it's $100 an hour for that time well, <laughs> like, Hina, and it was weirder than that cuz she you guys had, are haters she made her way over to us to let her to let us know like hey man does does he, does he have the money like is he good <laughs> And, and that, draft kings. that's when we had a mo- <laughs> it was free draft kings and it was just a friend of ours but yeah no I, I what I was gonna say is uh there's tons of good food in Vegas but honestly like just go eat at nobu mm. don't overthink it go to that's nobu dude no- nobu that place um a you don't you don't feel like you're underdressed even if you're underdressed like I've gone to nobu in Vegas in shorts and a t-shirt uh, and they don't make you feel like you're underdressed. The waiters definitely have a little bit of like that weird hipster fancy restaurant douche, <clears throat> but the food's so fucking good. It doesn't matter. And more specifically, when you go to Nobu, get their Wagyu, mm. get, get, yeah, get four get ounces of it. They slice it over some rocks. They cook it at the fucking table. If you're a baller like me, you can get the surf and turf. They do a grilled lobster. It changes based on how the chef is feeling, but <laughs> that's the one place I want. Like you were talking about it, Sean, getting excited about eating a nice meal. That's the one place. And, and for whatever reason, there's one in LA, but it's like, I almost don't want to go there to like ruin the Vegas, like my, my, my dirty secret going to Nobu in Vegas, <laughs> but that's the one place I w- I'm excited to go to. And I'm excited to usually order a lot of the same stuff because it's so fucking good. Hey, you got your set routine. Now you were talking about the professionals. What about <laughs> I'm sure there's uh guys out here. Sean has followers. Well, no, the the listeners, they might be, you know, they don't Do have the money. The they they might be more interested in perhaps an amateur like a, <laughs> a regular guy just going out there looking to get laid. I know you threw out the Cosmos as kind of a hot spot, but is there any any other sort of clubs or or like a bar hangout where you're just going looking to meet some other other girls well, out on vacation or whatever. Where's it? Where's a good spot to meet b- up before you answer Pina? Just to answer, I feel like we should ask the question a little bit more in a ge- more genuine way for our listeners. Uh, just like you know, ninety-seven out of every hundred of our listeners are males. I'm, I'm going to guess that ninety of those males aren't interested in going to a club. Yes. Right. Yep. Okay. We're not. So, we're not. So club. where? Where might so like we go? Dressing up in uh, in like a fancy shirt and going to a rave. Pro- well, maybe some guys are some. Ravers, I stopped but- bringing pants to Vegas just so <laughs> our buddy Bill wouldn't goat us into take going to a club. I'd be like, sorry, right. dude, no pants, can't do it. Casual, casual. What's a good spot for guys to meet some chicks? 
Yeah, so I don't know if it's going to be the best place for you to meet chicks, but number one, that a place for if you have a group of guys together and you guys are all going out even as to pregame, go to Top Golf and MGM. Mm. Top Golf, if, if anyone doesn't know, is it's a franchise. There's one in Vegas. There's a couple in California, Florida, a couple other places. It's exclusive to uh, basically like warm weather touristy places. But Top Golf is it's basically it's a three floor driving range, except this one has a pool. It has some of the best food in Las Vegas. Truthfully, it's owned by MGM, so there's a sportsbook window. It has about four different sports bars in it and it has all the TVs and anything that you could ever want. So the driving range isn't like a traditional driving range where you just get like a bay. Like think of it kind of like like hipster bowling, right? Like you get a bay and like based on where you hit the balls and stuff like that, like you try to hit it within these specific areas and you get points. Basically it's just, you know, it's you guys in a bay, you get, you, you get all banged up and um, there's TVs everywhere. And again, the best part of, of Top Golf, which is attached to MGM, is there's a sportsbook window in it because it's owned by MGM. So you can place bets all day long in there. And again, there's five, six, seven different bars in there as well as a pool. Um, so anything like low key before you go out, um, feel like a strip club's not your thing. I always tell people to go to Top Golf. It's one of the best casual, low key places in Las Vegas. And what um, if, what if, uh, come here. Yeah. What, if, what if a strip club is your thing? I'm sure <laughs> that'll be our next question from the listeners. <clears throat> Yeah, so you always get the, the the same ones over and over, right? Spearmint Rhino, uh, Crazy Horse, uh, Hustler, uh, Sophia's is another really good one. Um, Hustler is honestly is three floors. One of those floors is a uh, a guy floor, let's say. So uh, if you are bringing a lady friend, she has something to look at too up there. <laughs> but the one thing that uh, kind of sets Hustler apart, aside from it being like absolutely huge, like it's Larry Flint's Hustler, like the magazine, like it's it's kind of like a, a famous place, but it has an awesome, <laughs> say that I've been there once or twice before, it has an awesome roof deck. And like it has... Um, like stripper poles outside. There's a huge like DJ booth in there. Um, so if you're looking for more of like a party atmosphere, like you don't necessarily have to be like, if you're again, you're bringing like a group of girls with you, but you definitely want to check out a strip club because it is Vegas. I would recommend going to hustler. It's right now. It's on, um, 15. It's a little bit ways off the strip, maybe five minutes. If that it's on the way to South point. Um, but it has an awesome roof deck that has, it's kind of more of a party atmosphere that just happens to have strippers. Like think it's kind of, uh, like if anyone's ever been to Miami and they've done that 11 place where it's kind of like a hybrid strip club, hybrid club, that's kind of what uh, hustler is like there. So I would say that one, if you're looking for just a straight up, uh, strip club, Sophia's is really great. It's a little bit more classy. And then there's always the Vegas favorites, the spearmint rhinos, um, crazy horse. You, you really can't go wrong with any of them here. Just Google best strip clubs and you, you can't go wrong. There's no really secret to uh to best strip club other than I would say Sophia's is really a little bit lesser known, but uh, it's really a good spot as well. Couple, a uh, couple things to, to to polish up there. No pun intended, Sean. <laughs> uh, a, uh, yeah. If a girl knows what's good for them, they're coming to a regular strip club. We don't need dudes fucking dancing around with their schlongs. That's <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> like, no it's one wants to, no one wants to fucking see that. No. no one wants to see that. Uh, secondly, uh, I once had an amazing steak at uh, treasure treasure Island. Is it, is it no treasures treasures? Yeah. Uh, and then an amazing night at crazy horse too. One of the, the, the finest strip club experience I've ever had. And, uh, I, I had a third one, Sean. It was going to be good, but I forgot. Well, Kramer, and we probably told this tell this story every time this 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 year on the podcast. But there, there was a there was a night where we all went out. Uh, I believe some loose connection you had was comping a lot of the a uh, lot of the bills. So we really, I don't know. I forget honestly what strip club we were at. It may have been. Is this crazy? We're talking horse? about the uh, the night with the dude with with uh, the just bottomless <laughs> the pockets limo, of. Yeah. Well, that, that, was my other, that, was, that was my other pro tips. We'll, we'll get to the story real quick. Pro tip. If you're with a bunch of guys, do not pay money to get in a limo and go to a strip club. You can negotiate that shit. 
Please if you call a strip club and you are at a hotel in Las Vegas, they will give you a free ride and exactly. a free ride back. Not only that, if you have, if for whatever reason, you can't take that advice because you're too fucked up and you get an Uber, Uber gets paid per head that they bring as well as taxi cabs. So if you call a cab and they bring they bring you there and there's four people, they're getting paid $400 from the strip club for bringing you there, even if they weren't planning on bringing you there. That's why people, that's why you'll always hear taxi cabs, all these people handing out these flyers that say, you guys looking to go to the strip club, you're looking to go to the strip club because they get paid per person that they bring into them. Um, those people that are handing out all those flyers and those cards and things, they will give you a ride there. They will send a party bus. I have personally taken a party bus when I was out <laughs> on the strip playing cards all night to Hustler, to Centerfolds, to Sapphire. Um, they will give you a party bus. They will give you a limo. It makes trips back and forth literally 24 hours a day. Please do not pay for any transportation to it from a strip club. Yeah. But uh, Kramer, uh, they, <laughs> he was talking to... Uh, one of the dancers and oh, then, we're, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We are talking about the same time. Yeah. So. And, uh, <laughs> she asked, uh, what he did for a living. And he said he was a producer in LA and well, then real quick, I, I would just like to uh, commend my snap judgment to bust right into character and convince this lady. I was a uh, yes. big, big time Hollywood producer, big time Hollywood producer. And then she asked his name and, uh, Kramer told her JJ Abrams first name <laughs> came to my mind. And then the the best part was she Googled JJ Abrams <laughs> on her phone, looked at Kramer, looked at, looked at JJ Abrams. It was like, yep, nailed it. I told her I just got a haircut. She, and she bought and it. then she said she was going to send uh, mail oh, her diaries that she wanted that. to turn into a major motion picture. Yeah, she, and Kramer she, said she was going to he was going to read it. So. It sounded like there was some human trafficking going on. Like it sounded <laughs> like her diaries would have been interesting. But yeah, it was a good time. Their diaries would have been interesting. Uh, one more thing about strip clubs. I personally, I went to uh, Sophia's on New Year's Eve. That bottle service, the whole thing. It was. I was there with a group of girls there as well. They loved it. So Sophia's is a really hidden gem in this place. Um, when in a world where it's all kind of strippers are just trying to get, you know, tourists trying to get their money. Don't get don't get trick ruled out here. It's a real it's a real thing. So stay stay safe out there. What what would uh, to the amateurs? What would trick rolled be? Trick World. Well, if you if you're not a veteran of Vice or any crime scene movies, let me tell you what Trick World is. Trick World is when you're approached by a uh, a lady of the night, we'll call her, and uh, she's you know says she has a hotel upstairs or you have a hotel upstairs. You bring her up there. Um, she comes in after you, leaves the door unlocked. You take your pants off. Uh, you're somewhat vulnerable and defenseless, and her pimp comes in and you get robbed. Okay. Um, and or and or her. That's what being Trick World Trick World is. They take <laughs> your money and you don't get what you paid for. Oh, talk about fucking blue. That's, that's horrible. That <laughs> the is, ultimate a humiliation. Thing, that is, just really a, is. A, a crime that lacks any sort of ethical, <laughs> is, ethical there, standards. is there, is there no honor and whoring anymore? <laughs> uh, you, you know, you'd think in a city like this, there would be honor amongst thieves, but there really isn't. All right. Uh, peanut. I think, have we talked enough about the, what sports books to, to watch games at? I mean, uh, specifically super bowl. And then just, I guess yeah. Any tips on on where to go Super Bowl? We probably hit on a little bit, but uh, any any particular Super Bowl stuff you want to mention or throw out or recommend? And then uh, yeah, I don't know. Or just if on a regular weekend, an NFL weekend or March Madness, where would you recommend? The biggest thing I can say, I think that you guys will agree, is plan ahead. Yeah, be willing to spend a little bit because otherwise, you guys, not you guys, people are just going to be walking around with their hands on their dicks, not knowing where to go. They're going to be trying, they're going to spend the whole game walking around trying to find a bar or trying to find a book. Look, it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's the busiest NFL game, or busiest NFL game of the year, right? There's Every place is going to be packed. Plan ahead. 
as we always talk about, the Westgate, the location kind of sucks, yeah, but it's probably the nicest book in Vegas. All these places do viewing parties for big games like this. The Westgate will give you tickets. Um, South Point, again, that's kind of off-strip, um, and it's not glitz and glamour. It's, it's a boys' club, but they do do a huge viewing party with a ballroom. Um, Top Golf will sell tickets. Plan ahead. Look for Super Bowl viewing parties. It's going to cost you, you know, maybe 60 to 200 bucks, depending on if you want open bar, open food. And again, all these places will do open bars for probably right around $200 a person, and that will include food. So just plan ahead. Again, there's so many books in here we can't possibly touch on them all, but the ones, uh, Top Golf, which is again MGM, the Westgate. Anyone in Caesars, Aria, again, the win is absolutely awesome for anyone that hasn't checked out their revamped sports book. Uh, Planet Hollywood's very small. Cosmopolitan's very small. Um, so it's just, and anyone on Fremont, the D is also doing a uh, viewing party. Uh, <laughs> but just, <laughs> just, uh, just plan ahead. Well, uh, hey, if you're out in Las Vegas, obviously plenty of places to get down and bet on the big game. But if you're not, if you're watching at home or any sort of uh, other Super Bowl party, you know where to go. MyBookie.ag. That's right. They got all the Super Bowl action. They, they're going to have all the props up. Coin toss. What color Gatorade the winning coach will be wearing when he wins. You know, might be uh long Cox. Could be a big, could be a big day for those guys. Who a knows? lot of those props you can't wager on in Nevada. Yeah, exactly. All the, have the box score. Exactly. As, as you guys know, the offshores, like mybookie.ag, only place that takes all those kind of fun, crazy, the ones that everyone are talking about, the ones that the people who watch football twice a year, those are the ones, those <laughs> random weird bets. That's where you can get them at mybookie.ag. And of course, it being the Super Bowl, why not uh, Why not take an early look at the line? It is right now over at mybookie.ag. It's at plus five, minus 110 Eagles. Minus one ten Pats. Eagles down to plus one seventy on the money line. Pats minus two oh five or two fifteen, sorry. Total sitting at over forty-eight. If you want to get in on that, head over to mybookie.ag. And of course, if you're not already involved, use that promo code SGP fifty. Wow, I'm already seeing, Ryan, a bunch of uh wow, decent number of the Super Bowl prop bets are up. So uh oh mm. man, you mm, got mm, plenty mm. of action to get into. Pina, any any well, thought? Hold on, of, Sean. I, I, sure. can, I, can I talk about sports books? My yes. dad, chime in. Chime in, I, Kramer. I don't want to. I don't want to screw up your flow, but yeah. I mean, I. I fuck. Hey, if I could give some advice, don't try to watch the Super Bowl at a sports book. Like Pina's saying, do something where you're buying a ticket that gets yeah, you a seat. Definitely. Uh, and honestly, the stuff off the strips better. I I've done the Super Bowl over at the South Point a number of years. It's super awesome. It's chill. It's low key. Uh, food is not expensive. Drink is not expensive. I know the Westgate this year, a friend of the podcast, Sean Rubin, Bronco fan. Rubin is going to be yes. out there in Vegas with a bunch of his, uh, his, his very, uh, enthusiastic Raider fan friends. And, uh, they, I think they're going to the Westgate and they, they were paying something like 150 bucks for a open bar. So yeah, I mean, good deals to be had. I mean, it's worth it. You don't want to fuck around. You're going to spend that on drinks if you don't do it anyway, honestly. Yeah, and it's and as much, and most of those places involve food as well. Yeah, definitely. Because when you're fucked up, the best thing ever is having unlimited hot dogs right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe some hot, some wings. I mean, oh, come man. On. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's Vegas. So it's not like the trash buffets. They'll actually get you something decent. 
Yeah. One thing that not a lot of people do know about uh, Las Vegas during the Super Bowl, downtown, again, we talked about Fremont Street, they do a huge viewing party. It's like, I don't want to say picnic is the wrong word, but it's this outside, essentially, like, it's think of it like a big tailgate, right? Because Fremont Street is huge. If you go to, I think it's downtown Fremont, uh, I'll, I'll tweet out the link or I'll give it to you guys to tweet out. But basically, Fremont Street downtown, they do this huge tailgate where there's like 500 tables, there's food. You just buy a ticket to get in, it's open bar, um, and there's huge TVs there as well. So that's one thing that a lot of people will know about. Yeah, it's, it's, and, and, and for the record, uh, it's the big game we're talking about. The big game. We, I think you <laughs> just said Super Bowl nine times. Now the NFL is going to come after us hard. Oh no! A cease and desist letter from <laughs> hey, Roger Goodell. Good thing we just hired Mike it's Gundy. It's a baby fucking wheel, He can handle man. that dirty work. Come after me! I'm a man. Mike Gundy is our representation yeah. on all legal when, matters. When Goodell comes come to us, come after me! <laughs> I'm a man. Robert Mays just sent us a cease and desist. Come after yeah, me! Right. I'm a man. <laughs> all right, uh, Pina. I'm sure we'll get all your full thoughts on the uh, on the big game. We'll be talking more in detail next week. But a little teaser. Any uh, any thoughts on where the line will land? I know it's it's at five right now. Any anything you're hearing as far as early money, sharp money, where it's going to move, any sort of that kind of stuff. Yeah, seven is going to be the tipping point because they're going to get buyback from professionals at seven and a half. This is the biggest underdog. Uh, I forget. This is the biggest underdog in a very long time in a Super Bowl game. Um, and I'm telling you, seven and a half is going to be the professional side if it reaches there. If it's seven and it's a cheap buy to seven and a half, that's going to be the ceiling. They're going to get instant buyback at that number. This game is going to be very public to New England. That's no surprise. Um, so I think that if you want it and you're comfortable with the line, again, four or five, not a ton of difference. It, there's two kind of dead numbers, although that's changed a little bit uh, with the extra point moving back now. If, if it's under six, um, again, no, not a huge difference, four, five, six. If you're comfortable with that number, and you, or even if you're not, you want to buy down to a minus 120. And again, minus 215 is not the worst money line in the world to not have to sweat it and have peace of mind. Um, just half your bet back. Uh, so again, seven and a half will be the tipping point for professionals without a doubt. Other than that, Lay your side, and uh, if you if you want to back to the Eagles, I would say wait up until kickoff as close to take a kickoff as you can. So you think it's going to creep up? That's your that's what your thought. Yeah, is. I think it's going to go up, and then it's going to come back down. All right, nice. Because professionals will wait until kickoff. They have no problem doing that. Public has to come in; they have to get it down um, where they can, when they can, because those lines are going to be huge and not going to want to wait. So, with all these standalone games like this, the hours leading up to it are all public, and then the professionals will buy back as late as possible every single time, every single Super Bowl. Are you down on the patch yet? I am at a cheap money line of I paid about minus two twenty. Yeah. All right. I like it. Yep. Uh, you, one one little nugget. We'll get into this again with Super Bowl stuff. But Patriots have not scored a first quarter point in seven Super Bowls with Tom Brady. And to extend that further, they have not scored a first quarter point in the Super Bowl, in the uh, playoffs this season. So one prop that's always out there is: Will the second half be higher scoring than the first half? Um, cash big on that one last year. First half under. Um, and this isn't like something that's it's something that New England doesn't know. They talked about this at at nauseum, basically saying that they would know this. They wanted to get off to a quick start, and they still couldn't do it. So for whatever reason. Um, attack that from a prop market. Maybe go Philly first quarter. They just, again, I mean, this is more than a trend at this point. It's seven Super Bowls. They haven't scored a first quarter point and they haven't scored a first quarter point in the playoffs. Well, and Brady is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he's one in six against the spread. Or I'm sorry, one in five against the spread as a favorite. That I do not know off the top one, of my head. One, 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 four, four and one. Well, they, they covered against the Falcons. I know that. 
Did they? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, two, they won two, by two. six. Uh, yeah, first fourth quarter, first quarter line over at my bookie. Uh, Eagles plus a half at minus one twenty five or money line plus one thirty. Definitely, I, I would just roll that money line plus one thirty, right? Mm. No, I, of course you're gonna bet on that. What? <laughs> why are we getting into this already? You're you're, you're gonna like I, you're you're doing that know, whole like hey, my, I'm being rational. Why wouldn't you just take this bet? I know I can't do it. I can't shoot my load. Well. Thank you for participating well, on, in the Sean. Sports Gambling Podcast. Sure. What do you want to throw we, out there? Are Kramer? we uh, are we going to tease the tease the? Oh the yes. Let me get uh Let me. Pete, I apologize for Sean. <laughs> very, shoot me in the foot. Very dis- disrespectful. Coming. Oh. To the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That's right. We're going from a podcast to a podcast network. And the first step means uh, more shows. The first person with their own show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network will be one Christian Pina, and it will be debuting next week. Pina, yeah, how stoked are you? What are the thoughts? I'm absolutely stoked, man. I mean, this is something that I wanted to bring to life for a while, and talking with you when I came on to do. You kind of the written side of things and take this this beautiful new website you guys created to uh, to a new level. Um, this was something that I always wanted to do, right? My voice and my kind of impact on SGP has always been kind of giving, giving you know my network, my contacts, my Vegas stuff um, to you guys and letting you know get, trying to get more eyes on the product. I think it's the next logical step. Um, I want to hear from every single listener that listens to SGP and what they kind of want to see this this new show branch out to. It's going to be more. Vegas, more social media, more personalities within those two spaces driven. Um, a lot more interviews, maybe than uh, Sports Gamble Podcast has had before. Um, so, any guests, any topics. Um, again, a lot of things are being thrown around right now as far as to where we're going to take this, but it's only going to go where where kind of listeners want to take it. So, if you guys have any ideas, anything that you guys want to see a podcast cover that you don't see in the space yet, please let me know, and we'll make it happen. We'll just do our best to. Yep, and uh, so ah, I had he was gonna thank God at plus two fifty. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> thank the big Who man upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Fuck. It, it's uh, yeah. So I, I think the plan is to get to as part of a Super Bowl Media Week. Yes, we're having SGP Media Week. Oh, I like it. Because I like it. Is that yeah? We should go with that because we're. SGP Media Week. Sean, we're, we're I mean potentially five podcasts coming out. Yeah, I mean, we're we're going to be uh busting it all out. Long cocks and uh tons of content. Obviously super excited to have Pina on doing his own podcast and yeah, it'll be uh all this kind of like inside Vegas stuff and you know, all the all the pro side of the gambling spectrum I, that he's already been bringing to our show. He's going to branch out and do his own thing. Yeah. I, I, I think, I mean, something I would be personally excited for would be uh, uh, interviews with, with the, uh, the Twitter underverse of gambling, yes, gambling, Twitter. I feel like you've just scratched the surface with some of the, uh, some of the written blogs and the one-on-one. So looking, looking forward to kind of going deeper, uh, some deep dives. Sean wants these. to go deeper. <laughs> He's one of those guys who will get penetration into the gambling Twitter world and uh, inside Vegas. Obviously, uh, you know, super stoked to have you on board doing your own pod, penis. So thanks again, man. Want to thank God, my teammates Sean and ah, Ryan. For there, it is. Believing in me. there it is. <laughs> you got to thank, thank you. your hands, like Freddie Mitchell did. Oh, All timer press that's conference. The best. <laughs> All right, now we're officially wrapping things up. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. 
and uh, stay tuned to the feed. Subscribe so you don't miss uh, Pina's debut podcast coming next week. Yeah. And obviously, uh, check him out on Twitter at Christian Pina. Check out all his uh, writing and editorial work over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And for the sportsgamblingpodcast.com, I'm Sean stacking the money green. And he is Ryan. Sean, I am leaving on a vision quest tomorrow. I guess when you're listening to this tomorrow, and I shall return with fucking prop bets to cash some tickets. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs>